You're listening to the Back to Football podcast, the number one podcast for people who probably should talk about something other than football. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Back to Football podcast presented by me, Dan Brown. And me, John Miller. Back in the building. Back in the building. You were on holiday last week. I was um, indeed, yes. We had a couple of guest hosts on the show. Did you end up listening to I the podcast? I did indeed. I did indeed. Yeah, it, was, it was a really good show. A lot of good talking points. A lot of good talk, yeah. yeah. Game of Thrones. There was, obviously, we did our Game of Thrones draft. The draft, um, yeah. Me and James, uh, were you sad to miss out on being I was. I was really, really sad to miss out on that. Um, you know, I've got a few, few ideas of my own, but um, yeah, can touch on that later we can we can um and i guess we should probably say to our listeners we realize that not everyone's seen game of thrones for one and also not everyone is maybe at the end or up to date with game of thrones Mm so we'll put it out there that there will be no game of thrones spoilers no spoilers until the end of the show so um (laughs) if you're tuning in thinking they're going to just ruin it for me and, and tell me what happens at the end we will, but at the end of our own yeah, show. Yeah. Uh, so you have a little bit of grace there, and you can you can stick with us um, until that point. Um, John, how was your holiday then? Oh, yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, went to Centre Parks. Uh-huh. Um, if anyone hasn't been to Centre Parks, I highly recommend it. Uh, went to the one in Longleat. Um, right. Uh, Safari Park, was it? Yeah, it's very, very close to the Safari Park, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was yeah, it was really good. Uh, went with the family. Um Went to oh I did a did an aqua park uh, oh, they, right. they've got a new aqua park where okay. you um, you know big inflatables on the on, on the water and you kind of run and jump and try not to fall in but eventually everyone falls in uh, a few challenges so is it like the high um, so what is the aim of the game is not to go in the water yeah well pretty much yeah you kind of run around and like the, the sort of instructors give you like little challenges while you're there but then you can shake if you're in groups you can okay. shake. They're sort of inflatables or bounce on it so that people fall off. Oh, um, a bit like Ninja Warrior. A bit like, yeah, yeah. Or total like, Wipeout. Total Wipeout, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Richard Hammond. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know if they filmed that out in, like, Argentina or something? Oh, really? Yeah, because it's probably just, like, zero health and safety. Yeah, no regs. Things. Risk assessments. Yeah. yeah. Just cracking on. So, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. That's, that's one for the old pub quiz. So, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a bit of an odd question. Um, so, what, you went, you fell in? You went yeah, in fell in a few times. Um, took a dip. dip? Took a dip, took a couple of dips. But you're wearing a wetsuit, water gets in, um, and it's actually quite hard to pull yourself out. So, you know, I had, <laughs> I had some doms, um, yeah, yeah. you know, sore back for a couple of days after that and sore muscles because, you know, you're trying to pull yourself up uh, quite Exercise a lot. Exercise in diff- different areas of the body. Different areas, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so yeah, it was good. It's really relaxing. Um, you know, there's lots to do there. Higher bikes, uh, tennis, uh, yeah. higher up badminton courts, bowling. Um, you know, the world's your oyster. Yeah, the active person's dream. It um, is the active person's yeah. dream. Whereas yeah. I was back here in London um, putting together last week's podcast episode, mm-hmm. which was not short of its, uh, much like episode one, it wasn't short of its audio gremlins. There was a, a sound a bit like this, like... Yeah, yeah, I, was, I heard time. that. Yeah, like a weird sort of breathing noise. Yeah, like, uh, I thought it was you breathing. At nah, first. Yeah. it wasn't. So <laughs> I'm not sure what it was. I like we're we're still new to this podcast mm-hmm. game, so um, there's a few editing tricks that just don't seem to work. No. <laughs> um, but we've actually we're rocking a, a new setup. Today. We are, yeah, um, new, new bit of kit. 
we've gone a little bit more pro um, and we've, we've got a mixing desk and um, we've even got sound effects um, which you may have heard at the start of the show let's play another one here Ooh, listen to that we can even talk over that a little bit now um, and of course we have sounds as well which this is a classic one that that may feature in the show um, but yeah we'll be looking to build out our repertoire mm. of sound effects yeah. as the show goes on yeah I mean it's really really interesting all, all this kit like so if you're new starting out just like we are yeah there's anyone out there that wants to start their own podcast you know what where where would you start Dan where would you start well it's actually it's a really difficult one because we talked about or I at least talked about this for a long time mm-hmm. um getting getting a podcast up and running and you know, pretty much anything you want to learn about now, you can go on YouTube, you search it, you get a kind of a good idea of, of what's right, then you eventually buy the equipment and you realize, okay, that works for me, that doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, basically, if you want to do a show every week, you know, you've got to be in it <laughs> for in the it long run. It. It um, and it's not going to be great straight away, which is a nice disclaimer mm-hmm. for us because it means basically anything we do now cannot be judged. Yes. Uh, we are untouchable and uh, we will continue to do this until it is good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the state of play for us right now. Um, but, yeah, the setup's looking good. Um, we're going to have more sound effects and just a generally better show, yeah. John. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we're aiming for. We're going to bloom. Like yeah, a, we will. Like a yeah. spring flower. Exactly. Uh, it's a time of year for it. Summer is kind of just arriving as mm-hmm. well in the UK. Um, what was the weather like on your holiday? Oh, fantastic. Um, yeah, we picked a, picked a good week to go. There was, wasn't was a drop of rain until Friday when we were actually leaving. Yeah. Um, but uh, from Monday to Thursday, it was yeah, probably about 17, yeah. you know. Uh, you got a garden at home? I, I, I don't at the moment, but I will do soon. Right. We'll do soon, yeah. Uh, upsizing. Going to live that, that garden dream. Right? Live that I, garden for the first dream, time, yeah. or well, first time this year, and first time actually in this house, um, I ate dinner uh, in the garden last night, mm. and it was just absolute treat. Like, yeah. that's, that's the dream, just to get home and make some food, head out in the garden. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, summer's in. coming. There'll yeah. be a lot of that coming. Yeah. yeah, and moving house soon, so I'll definitely be joining the garden club. Big question with the house move, are you moving the stuff or are you paying people to move the stuff? Oh, question. <laughs> does, um, does, does Holly know the answer to that question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we'll be getting the old removal van. I think you have to. Yeah, you got it. Like if you're moving a house, it's different if it's like you when you're in a house share and it's a one-bedroom mm. thing that you're moving and you've got... Um, I don't know, just like a, a Volkswagen Golf's worth of stuff. Yeah. But you're probably looking at what yeah. a big Luton van at least of yeah, stuff. 100%, maybe more. Yeah. Furniture going with you. Yeah, furniture, the whole know, thing, the whole shebang. So yeah. yeah, you know, you know, even washing machines and all sorts. So. Oh right, taking white goods. Taking a couple of white goods. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right. That's grown up shit. That's grown up shit, man. Um, that deserves a sound effect. <laughs> Shout out to the white goods. <laughs> okay, so um, as the name of the show suggests, it's the Back to Football show. I don't know if you noticed when you listened back to our podcast last week that I frequently uh, referred to it as the 
BFT show. I yeah. did. I didn't want to call you out on that. No. I thought I'd let that. I thought BFT, better fucking title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, BTF. Uh, so that is the at the BTF podcast on Instagram. Yes. Um, we've got, got quite a few uh, got quite a few followers now, haven't we? We're up to yeah, we're over two hundred on yeah. day one. It did. You know, I went down the the spam route of <laughs> just add every single sports account out there. But it's actually incredibly. So from my personal account, um, mm-hmm. and I don't know whether you can attest to this as well, but from my personal account, I don't like to follow too many accounts. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and especially with like footballers, golfers, <laughs> hockey players, whatever. Like, I feel like there's a there's a limit to the amount you can follow from your personal account. So we had the draft vote on our Instagram. Um, Who won? Well, I will reveal that That's later fun. on when oh, we talk about Game yes. of Thrones, just in case uh, it does ruin anything. But yeah, it was me versus James Crange, who was one of our guest presenters last week, all the way from Fort Worth in Texas. Shout out to James and the Spurtability podcast. That is S-P-U-R-T and then Ability. Uh, you can search that on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, and give them a listen. Very mm-hmm. funny show. Yeah, do that. Do that. It's a brilliant show. Quite baseball heavy. <laughs> you love your baseball. But I actually, I'm I'm increasingly being won over by baseball actually recently. Oh, I saw really? a couple of games when I was in the States. Um, and again, once you kind of follow a few accounts mm. on Instagram and Facebook, you, you, every day you're getting that little bit of content. You're getting yeah. the highlights from the game. You're getting the home run here, a home run there, amazing you know piece of fielding or whatever. It's quite easy to build up an, an interest in any yeah. sport now, I think. Yeah, 100%. So maybe we should take that on as a challenge. Yes. Um, can we become conversationally proficient in a completely new sport that neither of us know anything about? Maybe choose. you could set one for me, I set one for you, yeah. perhaps. Okay. And then later on in the show, let's say maybe episode 20. Yeah. We, uh, episode 20, 21. Yes. Those shows are purely based on those sports. Yes. So I'll leave you to maybe till the end of the show to have a think about it and mm. think of a sport for me um, to become an expert in, and I'll, I'll do the same for you. Okay, okay. Yeah. And that's a good little, yeah, a good yeah, little, a little piece of homework yeah, there for yeah. you, John. A good yeah, piece yeah. of homework. We all know how much I love my homework. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so we are the uh, number one podcast for people who probably should talk about something other than football, but right now we want to go back to football. We do, uh, End of the Premier League, Man City-Liverpool, fine out for the title... How do you? Uh, what's your thoughts on how it all ended? Um, well, yeah, it just kind of ended. Ended how uh, I guess a lot of people would have predicted it. I couldn't see City losing to Brighton away, um, even when it went one nil, and then the, uh, it was it was it Glenn Murray who scored. Um, Glenn Murray scored, the, and yeah. then uh, Liverpool went one nil up, and it kind of kind of brought back you know the 80, yesteryears. Yeah. Yes, eighty three seconds. Yes, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just thought City are going to score at some point, and what? Yeah, eighty three seconds later, bang! You know, Aguero. Aguero. Yeah, yeah what a guy. Uh, yeah, what a player. Um, so um, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was expected, but um, I think it was well deserved. Um, either of if either of those two teams won, yeah. then I think it was well deserved. They've been head and shoulders above everyone else this season. Yeah, isn't it crazy though that you can have? And I know some people would disagree, but you can have a team like Liverpool have the season they've had. And City still win the league, and yeah. and not. I personally wouldn't put City in the bracket of lucky. Yeah. You know, City have completely yeah earned, dominated earned that win. Yeah. Um, and the dominance that those two teams have had over the Premier League, I, I struggle to see how that won't carry into next season yeah, as well. No, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, unless 
you know, Arsenal or, or another club get brought out by uh, yeah. another billionaire. Yeah. Um, I, I can't see uh, those two teams dropping off. And I can't see Spurs, Arsenal, United or Chelsea closing the gap uh, enough. No. Uh, not yet maybe in a couple of seasons yeah uh, also it depends on the managers as well like if anything comes up for yeah uh, for Pep or for Klopp um, they might move on and then you know you've got that transition period where teams could close yeah. the gap but I believe as long as those two are still there I think it's going to be dark days for, yeah. for the rest of us I mean I, I have a, a theory um, that's come about in the in the last week for me I've, I've put a bit of thought into it is that Pep will stay at City until Messi retires from Barcelona Ooh. and then Pep will go it's back theory. to Barcelona because Pep going back to Barcelona is probably their best chance of kind of riding that you know that, mm. that the huge void at least that's going to be left by Messi yeah. departing um, and I think Messi will probably be I think I'm going I'm to go out on a yeah, out on the limit yeah that Messi will be gone at the end of next season <sighs> because it's a bit yeah it's but it's an argentine thing or a south american thing to go back to your yes. original club so i think it's rosario mm. um was was his original club and he's always stated that he'd like to go and play back there mm. for a season so he's not a spring chicken no. you know he's, how old is missy i want to say 33 mm. um fact check by john miller here um, but yeah, I think he'll head back there, and I think Pep Guardiola will will go in and kind of do some damage limitation uh, at the at the new camp. Um, but Barcelona, 31. 31. 31. Okay, so he's still, he's still got time. Yeah. All right, maybe two two seasons. Yeah, then. I'll take that limb back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I think that will be the the state of play. I think when Messi leaves, Guardiola goes back to Barcelona. I mean, Barcelona are investing in youth at the moment as well. Yeah. They just bought Frankie de Jong mm-hmm. and uh, Matthias de Ligt yes. um, from Ajax. Ajax. And obviously they've got uh, Osman Dembele there and they've got a, you know, yeah. a few good young players. Um, they certainly are building for the future. Uh, big transitional time for a lot of the giants of, of European football. Yeah. Man United in a huge kind of crisis, basically. Yeah. Madrid. Madrid in crisis. Um, Barcelona certainly... Um, Ultra reliant on mm. Lionel Messi, which I think that is that's probably you know if you're going to criticize Barcelona, mm. it's what do they have after Messi? I saw a stat that was like the last two seasons, their goal scorers in the Champions League, uh, and these are off the top of my head, uh, but it was something around uh, you know thirty goals for Messi mm. over the last two Champions League campaigns, and then the next best was like Suarez with five. Rakitic mm. with three, yeah. PK with two, like massively reliant on it. That drop mm. off, and I think that's been one of the major strengths of both City and uh, Liverpool this year is that they've had three. You know, mm. you especially look at Liverpool with Firmino, Salah, and Mane. Mane's really stepped up, isn't he? Yeah, Mane's probably the the most threatening player in mm. that in that Liverpool team when they line up now, which is incredible because it opens up space for Salah and uh, Firmino to also chip in with. 20 goals a season, yeah. which is an, an amazing position to be in. Um, who's your early prediction for the Champions League final win? Oh, mate, uh, being an Arsenal fan, um, I will be heavily supporting Liverpool. Um, Disgusting! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that is uh, aimed at Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting club. <laughs> um, no, um, I mean, look, they've done well to get there. Um, you know, I don't think I would ever live it down um, with all my uh, Spurs supporting friends. So please, Salah, Firmino, Mane, Keita, Milner, whoever you are, let's, let's do the business. I will be supporting you. How do you think those players are going to deal with almost a month off? Yeah, it's tricky. I mean, I remember last season, was it last season or the season before? I mean, it wasn't quite that, that long off, but there was a couple of weeks uh, between uh, Chelsea and Arsenal, the uh, FA Cup final. And yeah, you could see that Chelsea were a bit off the ball. They'd kind of near enough gone on the holidays. Um, so it did have an effect on them. And I do think it may have an effect on this team. Although, on these two teams, sorry. Although... It does give time for uh, Harry Kane to that's to, to, yeah. to get back to full fitness and that would absolutely for that would final. be my argument is that um, it's a big benefit for Spurs really because Spurs are Spurs are coming back a lot of their players are coming back from yes. injury whereas a lot of Liverpool's players are like have been just riding this wave of confidence um, and they had a lot of momentum mm. um, three weeks out can really you know yeah a lot of those players are probably thinking. I want to be in Barbados now, or yeah. I want to be in Seychelles, or I want to go home to wherever, Egypt, France, mm. whatever, to see family. Um, I think, I think... Klopp's if, probably the, the right guy to yeah, motivate so I was about them. To say that. I was going to say Klopp, but I also think the fact that they didn't win the league will help motivate them. I think if they'd have won the league, um, maybe that whole sort of coming down period after the euphoria of celebrations might have kind of hampered them for, uh, for the final. Uh, after the long break but I think because they didn't win the league I think they're going to be chomping at the bit and I think they're going to have too much for them you reckon? yeah yeah. I think they're, the fa- they're 100% the favourites um, but I'm going to back Spurs oh, I think Spurs I, I think it's going to I think it's going to go <laughs> disgusting <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to go um, extra time and I think it'll go penalties oh so I'm, I'm thinking Spurs on penalties somehow I don't know how I'd happens. have to go into hiding yeah John, John Miller has been away for the last four <laughs> podcasts <laughs> Instagram poll where yeah. is John Miller yeah can you find him yeah um, so yeah that's our back to football segment then for this week now wait on... wait 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 wait. is there something something I've missed oh god these these Champions League <laughs> showboaters and <laughs> Jeez, jumping on the Champions League. Bandwagon, what about Europa? Europa is where it's at, mate. It's where it's at. Chelsea-Arsenal. Chelsea-Arsenal. My prediction, purely based on Mano e Mano with the managers, I'm going Arsenal. Unai Emery is the Europa League wizard. Yes. Um, Has any manager ever won it more? I think he's won it the most. Yeah. Um, And... Arsenal have got some serious firepower in that team. Whether they'll have that same firepower next season, um, there's a lot of big uh, players or big guns yes. coming in to, to try and poach Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, who's a joint top scorer, joint top, top boot scorer, yeah, yeah. in the Premier League. Um, my, yeah, I, I'm going to stick with Arsenal. I think Chelsea have had a mixed season. Will uh, Eden Hazard still play? In the Europa League final? Yeah, why not? Yeah, because he's, he's almost fully confirmed to be yeah, a Madrid think, player next year. I think he'd, he'd probably, probably want to win it, sign off in style, give the, give the fans a sort of goodbye yeah. goodbye gift. Um, what was your thoughts on the crazy 
sponsorship, whatever it was. I think it might have even been a charity game, but uh, Chelsea playing in uh, uh, yeah. North America or in New England. And obviously not a good outing for Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Yeah, he got ru- injured, didn't Ruptured he? his Achilles and is yeah. pretty, pretty much out for a year. Yeah, I mean... That's the price you pay. It is, and, and that's football. Anything can happen. I mean, they needed probably a ticking over game. Um, did they have to, I guess... You could have played like Sutton United. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, money talks, but uh, <laughs> could they have, you know, played a behind-closed-doors game, yeah. you know, or like you say, a Sutton United or something, but I mean, it's good news for us, I guess. Um, I guess a good, a good question here as well is, does that indicate a lack of faith from higher up in the club that, that you would even book that, you would even agree to have that fixture three days after the uh, yeah, end of the Premier League season? Yeah, it does seem strange, doesn't it? It seems strange that they would, they would do that. Because that was before the FA Cup final, before the Europa League final and before the Champions League final. Mm. Um, so it would kind of suggest that they didn't really anticipate making it yeah, you know, going I would the full imagine, distance in any of those. I would imagine they would have probably had a contingency plan, whereas if they were uh, in any of those uh, aforementioned finals that you mentioned, um, that they would have cancelled this fixture. One would hope, anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, maybe, maybe Chelsea. Though you never know. Yeah, you, you never, never know. know um, <laughs> I, you just never know. Yeah, um, I am a bit worried. Disgusting. Yes, disgusting, <laughs> disgusting Chelsea. Um, I'm a bit worried. Um, that Arsenal can't defend for Toffee. I mean, Mustafi, mm. if he's on the pitch, Schroeder. I'm not watching it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shodran, he's, he cannot defend. Um, I think Arsenal, uh, Arsenal's defence is worse than Chelsea's attack. So I think we need to hope that we can outscore them. Otherwise, I yeah. can't see. Who's your likely starting centre back pairing? Mustafi and. Um, Gashelny? No, I think um, um, what's his name now? The big Greek guy. Yeah, the big Greek guy. He's got a really long name. Papastophilus. Yes, the one. Uh, Socrates. Socrates. That's it. Yeah. Socrates. Um, Another think, Jurgen Klopp player, actually. Socrates. Yeah. At Dortmund. Yeah. So I think Socrates will hundred percent start, um, and then one would hope that it's. Uh, not Mustafi, probably Kishelny with him. You know, Kishelny yeah. has that ability to pull off a one-off sort of Good amazing game, game yeah. like one in five. Whereas I think Mustafi just doesn't. He's just shit. All He's the just time. like consistently, yeah, consistently poor, below average. Yeah. Whereas yeah, Kashani is occasionally mm. exceptional. Yeah. Yeah. So you take that risk, yeah, in a, in a one-game thing. Um, tactically, I think uh, Unai Emery will do that. You know, he, he tends to start games slow and then they'll they'll come out. Yes. Or at the 35 minutes to 45 minutes, they go, you know, ham. You go ham. And then, uh, yeah, towards, you know, the end of the game as well, they, yeah. they tend to keep a little something in the bank. Um, Aaron Ramsey, is he likely to play or is he injured? I don't know. I haven't checked. He's injured. Um, I hope that he's, he's back fit for that. Yeah. If he is a nice yeah. sign-out. Yeah. Um, I think... I am worried for Arsenal, but I'm I'm gonna lean with Arsenal. I think they need it more. I think um think you've already qualified uh, Chelsea have already qualified for the yeah. Champions League next year, finishing third place. Uh who saw that come in? They snuck up on the blind blind side there and, and got um got third place. So maybe in the back of their mind, um you know, like you say, they're on the holidays. Yeah. It was such a long gap. And I think um if Arsenal don't win this game, then it's Back to Thursday football, isn't it? So, uh, <laughs> they yeah. should move the Europa League from a Thursday because it's just got such a negative yeah. association. You know, you could mix in the 
um, Europa League football and the Champions League football, maybe play them both on the same day, have the early games as mm. the Europa games and then the late games as the Champions League, something like that. But Because yeah. it's kind of unfair as well that if you're in the Europa League, you end up playing all your games either on a Sunday or a Monday yeah, yeah. throughout the whole season. So, yeah. so you're um, always kind of having to see what other teams have yeah, done. You just, and then the, the pressure. Yeah, the Europa teams just take on... a com- they, they play a completely different season to everyone else um, out there. So I just don't know if it's a good competition to be in. I mean, if the prize is getting into the Champions League, why don't you just not have Europa League and then have a better season in your actual yeah. <laughs> club season? <laughs> I always think, you know, the prize of the Champions League is, is such a weird one because you, you can work your ass off and get into the Champions League and then be out in the first round. Yeah. And it's like, well, so what? what's the goal here? Like, what's the... And then if you win the Champions League, then, what, you go on to the World Club Championship? And no one cares about that. No, no, It's always no. played in Japan. Like, yeah. it's on at silly times of the day. Like, yeah. no one cares. Yeah, no, it's just a... Well, I guess, knockabout, you know, isn't it? Like, that's life. <laughs> yeah, it's life. But, you know, no, no, I'm not... Disgusting! Yeah, that is disgusting, Dad. Let's not knock the Europa League, because the Europa League yeah. is where it's at. It's, yeah, it's the elite Arsenal European competition. Yeah. <laughs> it's the elite, the GOAT. Yeah. The GOAT of European competition. All right, um, I'm going to call it now, then. Uh, yes, now that we've call it. tacked on that yeah. extra um, <laughs> section to the back-to-football bit, which is very relevant, though. Arsenal-Chelsea, first time we've ever blocked out both European yeah. finals. Um, but let's talk about <clears throat> the big, big thing that's happened this week or that aired this week on Sunday uh, or Monday if you're in the UK. The Game of Thrones, season eight finale, the it's end over. of it all. It is done. It's done. Um, what are your thoughts, Dan? Pro- well, let's just say time to probably turn off or tune out if tune you're out. Uh, if you don't want spoilers um, but if you have seen it then enjoy the next section mm. um, my early thoughts okay my initial thoughts I loved it um, I watched it on this is going to probably annoy you because it's annoyed everyone that mm. I've told I watched it on my phone Ooh. on the bus on the way into work on on <sighs> Monday but I was my logic was it's going to get spoiled if I don't do this yeah so 100% I'm going to watch it um, it meant that it was a little bit emotional. There was a... Um, we shed a tear, did we? Yeah, a little bit. tears. Walking through... <laughs> like, literally walking <laughs> through Putney. Had to sit down for a little bit because just to take in what had actually just happened. Um, particularly the bit with John and Danny. Yeah. Um, I thought that, that bit was where it peaked. The episode peaked at that and then Drogon's reaction for me. Yeah. I'm a big animal lover um i probably empathize far more with animals than i do with humans so seeing him seeing the dragon come along and kind of see his mom yeah. dead it's, the, it's that whole lion king moment yeah um Mufasa. yeah that got me and yeah. then obviously he flies off he, well, he burns the throne so yeah. question here for you which is all over the internet this week it's not my theory i'm not gonna claim it um but did drogon burn the throne because he saw that it was this kind of unattainable goal that had just, just caused all of this yeah. um, havoc and death in, in the Seven Kingdoms, or did he burn it because he thought that Danny had sat on it and, and the, one of the swords had gone? <laughs> <laughs> so was it just like, is he smart or is he dumb? Oh, God, could you imagine? Um, I'm going to go with 
Um, the the fact that he used smart and he burnt it. I mean, there was a, an episode. I think it was in season four. Uh, I, I can't remember who. Someone said it um, to um, Jon Snow that the dragons are smarter than humans. Right. Um, so um, uh, I, I think uh, that yeah, he was. He, he he knew that's what Daenerys was after, and it, and it eventually. Yeah, led to her death. So he, you know, he gave it one of them Jakaris. I actually thought that he was gonna give John a good old Jakaris in. Me too. And then John was just gonna stand there. Yeah, like, John's yeah, gonna be like, I'm Targaryen, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um which would have probably been better. And then he could have burnt the throne after yeah. that. Um but um yeah. And it was quite a sweet gesture that he he picked her up and just flew into the into the distance. Yeah. Um then after so after that scene, um, we then get the whole kind of wrapping up of yep. everything. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the fact that it, it basically just skipped like two or three weeks yes. forward, and it was suddenly at this like trial almost. Yeah, um, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that either. You never, we never really found out like how John yeah. told people that he, he just grasped on himself just, or yeah, what, what, what happened. Must have. You, I'm yeah. thinking Grey Worms probably discovered him. Come up there and where's Danny? What's that blood on the floor? Yeah, um, yeah I just killed her and Drogon flew off with her. Uh-huh. Grey Worm's going to kill John in that situation. He's so loyal to Daenerys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know how, I don't yeah. know how that played out, um, but it happened. Um, what was your thoughts on on that scene? Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I think it did peak at that moment. Um, uh, I don't know. I was. Slightly disappointed um, that that he did that, but you know, obviously they needed to wrap it. They needed to land that plane um, yeah. uh, somehow, uh, given the fact that it's the last episode. Um, but I would have liked to have seen, you know, one of them two on the throne. Yeah. Um, you know, preferably John. Um, but you know, um, it just it didn't it didn't take much convincing. Um, you know, just a no, few, few yeah, words in a year from from Tyrion. Please do it, John. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, he got in his ear, and um, yeah. that was it. He punked her, he and did. not in a good way. No, no, um, yeah. She... Um, so yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and then, you know, he, uh, yeah. I just wasn't too too happy with that bit, but and also as well, yeah, it did it did seem very rushed, um, and and just caught. But I was happy. I'll tell you what, I was happy with. I was happy with because I, I don't know about you, but I was kind of team Stark. When you know after the red wedding and obviously the beheading uh, of Ned um, uh, and everything like that, so I was kind of like, oh, you know, yeah, um, Team Targ, yeah, yeah, or Team Stark, yeah, yeah, yeah. You one of those two. So I did like the the way that they kind of you know, it ended with, with the limelight on on those on the Stark family because um, they they probably had the sort of best character arcs and, yeah. and they'd been through. Yeah, been through a lot and kind of heavily featured throughout throughout the whole eight seasons. Oh yeah, they were the focal family, focal, weren't they? Yeah, really? they were. Yeah. So I, th- I thought that was I thought that was fitting. Yeah, um, and you ended up with uh, a Targaryen in the north that could have been on the throne up at the wall, which yeah. is John, and it was Aemon maybe in the start. Mm. Um, and you had Arya out at sea just doing her thing. Yeah. Gone to discover Probably America. Probably not. Yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> Christopher, Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I think there was a start. Is it Ben Uncle Benjamin yeah. or something? He was out. He was lost at sea. I think at the beginning. Um, and Sansa in the north, like her dad. Mm-hmm. 
And I, well, no, who are we left with? Is that all the starts? Oh, and Bran yeah, on the throne, Bran which is kind of six. a bit like Robert Baratheon, like someone didn't really want to be yeah. necessarily on the throne, but. Well, maybe he did. Yeah. All well, along, well, maybe, you know, the yeah. whole Boris Worgen business, this was the, this was the end That's game. That's what he was going for. That brings us to the Game of Thrones draft and the results of the poll. Um, so let's just refresh you, John, on the teams that yes. we had. Um, my team was Daenerys, the Night King, Bran Stark, who obviously is the MVP now, yeah. uh, Jack and Hagar, Ramsay Bolton, and Joffrey. Then my two animals were Drogon, who for me was the standout yeah. player and, in the in the yeah. in the final Definitely. episode. Um, a raven, obviously for Bran uh, to use, which he might now use to go and find where Drogon is. He still, yes. he did say at the end of the episode, perhaps I can find him. <laughs> and I thought, you know, he's going to use a raven yeah. and he's going to go out there and he's going to get yeah, Drogon he back. Them ravens. I got the Defraki army, um, who yeah. they were in it till the end. I don't know what what was their fate in the end. Um, they went to. Where did they go? They went to Narf, Snarf? Narf, yeah. That, Narf, that yeah. was where the Unsullied went. So the Dothraki went with them? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I'd imagine so. Sailed off on them boats. Yeah, they, didn't, they, they didn't really show. No. We'll Dothraki. look into that. If you know about it, please do contact either me or John because uh, our listener base probably does have our mobile numbers. Yeah. Uh, and just tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Mum, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> You don't watch Game of Thrones. Um, my, my city was Bravos, a beautiful city. Yes. Uh, team Creange, James Creange, um, went with Arya, Tyrion, the Hound, Stannis, Littlefinger, Podrick, a bear, a manticore, it's a little scorpion thing, the army of the dead, and Dawn. Yeah. You, it was your personal choice. Um, what, for, for, to, to win? Which team, yeah, which team you Do you know what, on? yeah, it's, um, it's, you know, it's, it's a tough one. You've, I mean, there's some there's some standout characters on both sides. I think um, Aya, you know, what an MVP she was. Probably my favourite character of the whole series, to be fair. Um, but then you've got the dragon. Um, the dragon's a, yeah, the, the nuclear bomb, isn't it? Yeah, the whole is, show. The equaliser. Yeah. The Night King. Um, so it was tough. I I'm I'm on the fence. Initially, when I when we spoke earlier on in a week or last week, I I was going with James, but. Um, <laughs> As as you read it out there, I'm, I'm slightly leaning towards towards your team. There, well, it right? is yeah. It's obviously worth mentioning that we drafted our teams pre episode six. Mm. Was it six episodes in the final season? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Bran was just a just a humble boy in a wheelchair up yeah. in Winterfell uh, when we drafted this, and I've obviously his market value's gone up yes, somewhat of course, yeah. um, now that he is. Um, the, dog, the dog's bollocks, is, basically, are up at the top there. He's numero uno in the six kingdoms. Yes, he is indeed. Um, Sansa would have been a good one that neither of us picked up. Um, mm. So maybe free agency, uh, someone can pick up Sansa uh, in the next draft. Yeah. But the results of the poll, um, in a in a very last-minute swing, I've actually I've won um, 10 votes to 11. Um, James got 10 and I got 11. It was... Tom Easton uh, and Jake Ward that, that swung the vote swung in my way, yeah. those last two votes that I needed just in time, mm. uh, and I will be yeah. forever grateful for that. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I think I can see both teams. I think there's more personality maybe on James's team. Um, I think the Hound, Tyrion, and Aya are, mm. are strong players yeah, there. Yeah, there. There, there is 
top three. Probably slips off a bit with Stannis yeah, and what, Podrick. What's he thinking? And Podrick the bear. And, and the bear. You know, yeah. the bear was in it for like five minutes. Yeah. Um, Army of the Dead, pretty decent. And Dawn is obviously a nice place. But um, better luck next time, James. Um, and obviously, you're welcome back on the show. You can join maybe me and John uh, on... Yes, always welcome. Always welcome. On shows. Yeah. Um, I was just going back on that. I was I was quite impressed. Well, not impressed, but like, you know... Um, it was interesting that neither of you went with, you know, the sort of run-in-the-mill characters. You know, your John Snows. Yeah. Um, and your, you know... Uh, Lannisters, well, you know, Jamie Lannisters. Yeah, I had it. I had it tactically set. I mean, series one, Jamie Lannisters. Like he would be pick one for me probably mm. because he was a brilliant fighter. Um, he didn't really kind of give a crap about anyone, mm. <clears throat> and he's quite loyal to his own family. <laughs> um, but I think as the show's gone on, Jamie uh, lost his hand. He lost his yeah. fighting ability, and he's kind of softened up all around. So. Um, not as much of an obvious pick. And the same with Jon Snow. I think there's been some sort of degradation of Jon's key um, likeable points in this last series. Um, kind of showed himself to be a little bit wet on the battlefield yeah, in the end. A bit wet, yeah. uh, he's got a lot of PTSD, um, which he's going to have. You get killed and you die and you come back to life, you're going to be probably a bit reluctant to die again on the battlefield. Yeah. So, um, yeah, neither of us picked Jon. Yeah. What about um, Bron? No one picked Bron either. Yeah, Bron. I'm not a big Bron fan. I didn't really like the way that it ended with Bron either, with him yeah. just back at the, the the small council up in King's Landing. Like, I would have been all up for James's prediction that Bron was going to kill Tyrion. Um, but yeah, spin-offs one. of the show. You big yeah. fan? You'd be a big fan of that? Um, yeah, I would actually. Um, would be interesting to see. I think are they going to be prequels? Aren't they? A few. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, maybe the the whole Targaryen thing before mm. episode before episode one series one um yeah and leading up to jamie killing a gone amon yeah who knows yeah who knows <laughs> agar uh, agar targaryen i think yes agar yeah i believe a lot yeah. of a's yeah too many too many a's to mention even with the Aya, um I'd, i would it would be really interesting to see her um sort of what what she discovers, what what next the, the story in after the new that. world, yeah. yeah, in the new world, yeah. I, I, I'm excited to see that. Do you think this would have been a good ending if um, Arya? So John goes in, he says, "You'll always be my queen," and then sticks her with a pointy end. Yeah, Arya could have then come up, nicked her face, oh. sat on the throne. That and you've got been. you've got Daenerys on the throne, but actually, or even like, imagine if that had been like the closing shot yeah. had been like Daenerys's like body, and then it and then it went to like Daenerys on the throne, and then Arya took the face off. Yeah, that then, that I would have that would have been a better ending. That would have been a good ending. You're in the it? wrong career, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, because she didn't really use that trick. No, after. she didn't. Not not when she came. Not yeah. in the season at all, did she? After she got revenge for the red wedding, it was like, now nah, I'm done. Yeah, done with like p- putting people's faces on. But if you got that in, you got that in your locker. Yeah, I would have. That would have been a more suitable ending. Yeah, um, yeah, that would that would have been good. I feel Drogon probably would have yeah. sussed it. They would have had to have got rid of that dragon. 
because he sussed it straight away, didn't he? He yeah. didn't, you know, as soon as he, as soon as Daenerys, as soon as Danny, I should say, yeah, um, Danny was a uh, down. Down, down and out. Um, you know, he was grumbling, um, and he, he, he came he up and he's like, in "What is going on?" Yeah, he, he sensed it in his waters. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So V perceptive. Yeah, V perceptive. That dragon. Yeah, um, they would have had to have done away with him. Yeah, I mean, says a lot though. You know, it's good. Uh, certainly, in crazy animation mm. um, and cinematography, cinematography and sound effects, just to kind of get all the emotion of. Drogon over, yeah, um, and I, I like the fact that he is still in the kingdom somewhere, but they mm. don't know. Um, it's got a bit of a Lord of the Rings kind of vibe to it, with or in the Hobbit with Smaug, yeah, uh, in the Lonely Mountain. But um, I think I don't know. I don't know what will happen. I, I hope George R. R. Martin um, releases the mm. the book version of uh, of where it's going to go. I didn't really like that bit either, where they were like. Oh, we've written this history of the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah. It's called Song A Song of Ice and Fire, yeah. available in all good bookshops across yeah, yeah. the UK. <laughs> you know, it was yeah. that was a bit cheesy. Yeah, that definitely. didn't really work too well. Yeah. Um, I would put, you know, the, the split of that show was like 30% the end and then 70% like fluff and mm. just let's wrap it up. Yeah. I would like plain. to have seen the split the other way. I would have liked to have seen 70%, so a good hour of that show as... This what happened between John and, and Danny, and maybe the aftermath of that, and then you know give it half an hour maybe to to do all the like, mm. oh I once walked into a brothel with a beehive and a donkey yeah. or whatever like no it's not yeah. in that moment that's not what we wanted no it wasn't it wasn't it's not what yeah. we wanted yeah um, yeah there's quite there's uh, I don't know if you've seen it on social media there's there's yeah there's calls for uh, them to rewrite. <laughs> Disgusting! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to rewrite season eight with uh, competent um, uh, writers. Um, yeah. Have you seen that? Um, yeah, I've seen. There's a lot of backlash to it. Um, we hit upon it a little bit in the in the last podcast, or, or James did at least. That people just want to th- shit on the show now. Yeah. Like you know, it's, it's just Twitter and social media. Like everyone thinks they can do better. I think they did pretty well, the mm. writers. It's such a complex um, story and you've got commitments of the actors. I think that's probably the biggest reason that they couldn't yeah. go another series is that you're ending up paying. I think um, Cersei, the actress, Lena Hedy, Hedy, I think is her name, but she was getting like half a million an episode. Yeah, um, so three million for that last series. Mm. And she's probably about... 35 minutes tops yeah. like, of screen time yeah. and most of the time she's just looking out a window yeah. with a tear yeah. going down her cheek yeah. um, so signing actors and actresses on for that long and you know then they have the constraints of you know you have to look mm. the same for that amount of time yeah. and yeah. you can't cut your hair you can't do this that um, I think that's where it becomes very expensive to run a series like that yeah. um, but I'm sure like there's going to be amazing sequels prequels, yeah. everything. Um, do you think with the sequels and the prequels, they will use the same characters? Or do you think that they'll shoehorn in... It's a difficult one, because obviously new, Lord of the Rings did it with... New actors. The Hobbit, when they went... The Hobbit obviously being prequels, and then they shoehorned like Legolas in there for, mm. for fan satisfaction, but actually it was awful, because you've got a guy who's meant to be in it, you know, 
20 years or whatever before mm. he was originally in it. Yeah. But he looks 30 years older yeah. <laughs> like, or whatever. Orlando yeah. Bloom's aged yeah. 15 years since the, the first round of Lord of the Rings. Um, so I think they'll avoid that at all costs. And most of, most of it, you know, it's a real world kind of thing. Mm. You, you might have a few characters in there like the uh, Red Woman, people like that that are actually old, old in the show. Yeah. Um, but most of the characters, I think, live pretty linear kind of real world yeah. life cycles yeah. like 30, 40, probably in yeah, that time, yeah, you're looking at 50 years. What, what about actors? So would you I be don't happy? Think so. You think they'll just get completely new? I don't think so, yeah. I new think, casting, I think you cast new things, yeah. Because financially as well, it's, mm. it's much more viable for them to... I don't know though, I, I, I'm not a producer of it, but I think it will be a whole new setup. It's just yeah. the same vibe and the same world but it will be completely different storylines um and there'll be there'll be all of the kind of the links back to mm. all the you know there'll be little things in there where you'll think oh that's a reference to yeah. Lord of the rings no sorry that's <laughs> a reference to uh, game of thrones yeah. episode four in season three um so because they do that a lot in um better call saul versus breaking bad or Better Call Saul has a lot of references, obviously, because it's building up to the start of Breaking yeah. Bad. Um, and fans go wild for that kind of stuff because yeah. it's, you know, it's exactly what they want. They want yeah. to, they're waiting to make the link between the two. So as a writer uh, and a producer and a director, like, I think there's, it's it's such a cheat, you know, it's like a cheat code on GTA, like yeah. up, <laughs> up, left, right, down, yeah. R2, L1, whatever. You got all the weapons. Yeah, um, it's that kind of thing. You yeah. know, it's an easy one for them. They can just drop something in there, like Sam. Oh, I've had a son, and his name's Samuel Tarly, mm. and it's a little baby. And yeah. like, people go, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Sam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what I reckon will happen with that. Um, <laughs> and uh, that probably concludes. To be fair, our, our Game yeah. of Thrones for now. Um, probably a happy moment for anyone that doesn't like Game of Thrones yeah, and potentially yeah. likes us which is in, the, in that Venn diagram there's a, quite a gulf in the middle I think a mm -hmm. um, couple of thousand people in there that listen to this show yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> please do uh, hit the follow button on Spotify if you go into your Spotify app now and you haven't hit it yet it's just under the title of our show that will mean that under the podcast tab uh, whenever we have a new show out you will get notified um, as long as you're looking at that page um, not a big iTunes user but you can also do the same you can subscribe to us on iTunes um, and we will be releasing weekly content so definitely get on board um, and if you're actually I was going to drop that have you got any big plans for the week John? um for the rest of the week, busy week at work, um, as it, they are most weeks. Um, what about yourself? Um, not too much uh, planning. Bank holiday weekend coming up. Uh -huh. um, Love that. Weather's looking good. Barbecue is in the garden, ready to go. Um, so Barbecue season. It is. It's barbecue season. Um, so we'll have a full update on, on how the barbecue went next week, which yes. will be the... the 
the standout feature in the show will be barbecue news. Yes, barbecue news. What what vegan options did you Disgusting. have? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Probably. barbecues are changing these days. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a shift to uh, a lot of people being. I do like the, I, stuff, I like so. the plant based burgers that you can get. Yeah. in Sainsbury's. Um, and, and other, if I'm going, and other and good other supermarkets. S- other supermarkets are available. <laughs> um, and also sweet corn is a big yeah, hit. Yeah, sweet corn's a big hit, big um, hit. Uh, halloumi? Yeah, well, halloumi, yeah, if you're going down the veggie route, um, halloumi is a great one uh, for the barbecue. Although it does have that kind of half-life or that window where you have to eat it before it's squeaky. Mm, really, yeah. really squeaky. Disgusting. <laughs> um, but yeah, so barbecuing, uh, that's my main plan for the week. So remember, you can follow us on Instagram. That is at the BTF podcast. Uh, and we'd like to say that this show was sponsored by at, at Home With The Millers. That is the at sign and then A-T-H-O-M-E with The Millers uh, Instagram account. It's an amazing account for cleaning and everything domestic that you could possibly want to know. So definitely go and check them out. Uh, we're hoping to have them on the show very soon um, with some special tips and recommendations for you all. So mm-hmm. thanks for listening, John. Uh, thanks for co-hosting with me this week. Yeah, no problem. Disgusting! <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Hey. That was better than the first one. <laughs>